Hi everyone, welcome to Clayden's HSC Business. Today we'll be focusing on influences on marketing. So I'll cover all the syllabus dot points that you need to cover HSC Business Studies for Marketing. Um, and after every syllabus dot point, you will hear this sound. At any point during the podcast, if something doesn't make sense or you have a question, feel free to do that through the podcast and I will try and get back to answer any of your queries. Factors influencing customer choice. So factors outside the business environment often play an important role in the success of an organization's plan. While the business has no direct control over these factors and customer buying behavior, it's really important that the business has a really deep understanding of how such factors can influence the buying behavior of consumers. So the four factors influence a customer choice are psychological, sociocultural, economic, and government. Psychological factors. These are the personal characteristics of an individual that influence their behavior. So these factors relate to the way people think and develop attitudes to certain products. And these factors include motivation, perception, learning, beliefs and attitude, lifestyle, and personality and self-concept. Motivation. When consumers have decided to buy a product, there's a belief within them that they need the product. To understand the motivational forces that cause consumers to act on their needs, we can look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And what Maslow believed was that there's a hierarchy of needs and at the foundation there are basic needs such as food and shelter. People will always ensure their basic needs are met before they seek to meet other needs such as education, love, spirituality. Perception. Perception is the opinion that a consumer has about a particular product. So it could depend on the amount of information gathered, the age of the consumer, cultural issues, ethnicity, religion. So a marketing campaign must focus on the product's quality or a promotion of the product's health benefits. Some consumers will perceive the quality, reliability and reputation of a product to be reflected in its price. So car manufacturers such as Ferrari and Porsche are priced at the higher end of the luxury motor market. Learning. So learning describes the changes in an individual's behavior as a result of an experience. That could be the consumer's use of a product. So consumers learn from every purchase they make and determine the level of satisfaction they gain from using the product. Consumers may also decide whether to buy that product or make a further purchase from the business where the product was bought. Beliefs and attitudes. Our beliefs and attitudes are shaped by our own environment and our life experiences. These can include ethnic or religious beliefs or could be societal issues such as the environment, child labor, cruelty to animals, things like that. So a consumer's attitude towards a product is clearly influenced by his or her broader beliefs and attitudes. Culture and religion can actually prevent certain consumers from buying certain products. Lifestyle. So people of similar age and income will not always buy the same things. Things like leisure preferences, interests, attitudes, gender will all influence our lifestyle. And from a marketing perspective, it's important that a business considers the influence of lifestyle on the actual demand for the product. The business needs to look beyond target groups and actually determine what sort of lifestyle their target consumers will have. Personality and self-concept. So the basis for this idea is that we buy products that reflect our personalities. 
So people who do hiking, camping, outdoor activities may shop at, say, Kathmandu, Superdry, Uniqlo. Those who prefer the theatre and opera may prefer high-end fashion labels like Cartel and Zampat. Sociocultural factors. So the influences on a customer's choice for sociocultural reasons are those that come from the customer's society and culture. So an example of a sociocultural factor is a consumer's place of residence. This can define an individual's values, beliefs and customers. So all aspects of human behaviour can come under this, including our attitudes towards the various products offered in the marketplace. Businesses have recognised this and they've understood it's really important to cater to the cultural beliefs and attitudes of community groups. Economic. A person's socioeconomic status is largely determined by their income, their occupation and how far they went either at school or university. So people from a high socioeconomic background come from the A demographic. These would be high income people who may be university educated, could be professionals, self-employed and they're willing to spend their income on goods that are perceived to be prestigious. All adults must devote part of their income to essential forms of expenditure. This could be costs of rearing children, paying mortgages, saving for retirement. Government factors. So governments also play an important role in influencing the purchasing behaviour. An example would be age restrictions on alcohol and tobacco and censorship warnings on TV programmes. One of the most important factors in influencing customer choice is the federal government's regulation of the economy, which is the rules that they put in place. So these regulations can impact on the level of taxation consumers pay and the GST that the business would pay. Monetary policy by the Reserve Bank Australia is also important in influencing the level of economic activity, particularly through the changing of exchange rate, interest rates. Consumer laws. So it's widely understood that a successful business is one that doesn't just look to maximise profit, but develops a motivated, positive workforce while also adopting ethical and legally correct practices. Some businesses may actually attempt to develop practices that take advantage of consumers' trust and good faith. The role of consumer laws. So the Competition and Consumer Act 2010 attempts to promote fair and competitive behaviour in the marketplace. While all levels of government acknowledge that businesses need to be profitable, the government also accepts that the businesses should not conduct themselves in a way that does not take advantage of consumers. This is where the ACCC come in. Deceptive and misleading advertising. So examples of this would be giving misleading information about a product's features, overstating the benefit that a product will provide to the consumer, Offering discounts and special offers that don't in fact exist using bait and switch advertising. So this is where you promote a product that's discounted, though the business has very limited supplies. So when the consumer would come in and say they want to buy something, the salesperson says, well, no, we haven't really got that anymore. And then they switch their interest to something more profitable. Price discrimination. So this refers to the process of a business giving preference to some retail stores and they do this by providing them with stock at lower prices than is offered to the competitors. Retailers are receiving at a discounted rate, and the Competition and Consumer Act aims to discourage price discrimination in the business environment. It's uncompetitive and can disadvantage smaller businesses. 
The Act, though, does allow businesses to provide different prices to different stores for identical goods, particularly if they're buying a bulk quantity. Implied conditions and warranties. So most businesses offer a warranty of at least 12 months. And warranties can be a very powerful marketing tool for a business when attracting customers. So when buying a product, the consumer expects that the business will fulfill its legal obligation to provide a good or service that's consistent with the description given and is also in full working order. If this is not the case, a business must, by law, either refund a client's money or offer an exchange of the good should the good be recognised to be faulty at the time of leaving the store. Resale price maintenance. So under the Competition and Consumer Act, a manufacturer can't refuse to sell goods to a retailer who decides not to sell the good at a price that's suggested by the manufacturer. So businesses may be offered suggested prices or RRP at which to sell a good. And that's what we see as the recommended retail price. Some businesses choose to go below this and a manufacturer can't discriminate against the stores who do this. Ethical aspects of marketing. So ethics are a fundamental aspect of a successful business. They represent actions taken by a business to act as a responsible corporate citizen. Ethics in marketing refers to a combination of broad principles that establish standards of behaviour and guidelines for anyone working in the industry. Although they're not enforceable through law, they do rely on the goodwill of all stakeholders in the business process to work successfully. Truth, accuracy and good taste. So marketers are expected to engage in fair and honest behaviour when developing a marketing campaign. And that is that the material represents information that is truthful, accurate and good taste. If they don't follow this, it may result in a breach of the Competition and Consumer Act. And this prohibits a company from supplying consumer goods that do not comply with prescribed product safety standards. The Advertising Federation of Australia works along the legislative framework and seeks to promote best practice in the industry. Products that may damage health. So the government have sought to restrict the provision of various goods and services that may act as a health detriment to the consumer without actually applying a ban on their sale. These goods and services are referred to sin goods because in essence they're bad for us. An example of that are the sale of cigarettes, alcohol and there have been a lot of restrictions on tobacco sponsorship and also entry into casinos. Engaging in fair competition. So the most common practices of unfair competitive behaviour include price fixing between two or more major competitors with the aim of reducing competition, long-term loss leader where people undercut smaller competitors in the short term, forcing the smaller businesses to engage in a price war. And the last one is misleading advertising regarding the products of a competitor. The ACCC can penalise businesses that engage in deceptive and misleading conduct and those that engage in price fixing with their competitors. And price fixing occurs when two or more businesses combine to set a high price within the market, which reduces the level of competition. So the ACCC was formed in 95 and generally enforces the Competition and Consumer Act 2010 and the Prices Surveillance Act 1983. Sugging. The competitive business environment leads to some businesses to engage in unethical marketing practices like sugging. So consumers may be asked general questions such as, where would you like to go on holiday? Would you like to be a millionaire in two years? 
And the ethical issue is whether the consumer is aware that the business is in fact attempting to promote and sell its products from the outset of the interview. Sugging is regarded as unethical because the consumers are not actually aware that they're being encouraged to buy the product. Well, that brings us to the end of Clyden's HSC Business for Marketing Influences. I hope you found it useful. There was a lot of content to take in there, so it's really important to be listening to those syllabus dot points and understanding each term. Obviously, you can follow that up with case studies as well, and it's really useful to have either the textbook or the slides or your notes or booklets, whatever you find most useful to do. Hope you found it useful, and if you have any questions at all, please get in touch through the podcast. Bye-bye.